Adam Bergman. On today's AdBits, I'm going to share a little bit of knowledge on ROBS, a rollover business startup solution, which is a very interesting structure that allows a retirement holder to use their retirement funds to buy or invest in a business. So first, um, I guess, session in, in this series where I'm going to share a little bit of knowledge on specific uh, topics in the self-directed retirement world. Uh, it's going to be a weekly, at least start off as a, a weekly um, you know, broadcast. And uh, the idea is to educate people about some of the powers uh, of the self-directed retirement world and provide short, interesting nuggets and tidbits of information on topic. So we're gonna start with Rob's rollover business startup solution. It was put in the tax code pretty much when ERISA was formulated in 1973. And the whole exception of the Rob solution is found in Internal Revenue Code section 4975 D13. And 4975, just to back up for a second, that is the prohibited transaction provisions. That is the section that tells you what you cannot do with a IRA or 401k investment. And just to give a quick summary, 4975 says that when you invest your retirement funds, you can't invest in any transaction that in any way directly benefits the IRA owner or directly or indirectly personally involves the owner or his or her lineal descendants, so parents, children, spouse, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, any entities controlled by such persons. The intent of those rules was to protect the IRS distribution rules, which essentially require you to pay tax or 10% penalty under the age of 59 and a half if you use your retirement money to personally benefit yourself. So the IRS was concerned that people would just give money to their partners, their spouses, their children, and have basically nothing left at age 70 or 72 when the RMD requirement of distribution rules are uh, kick in and then they would have, owe no tax because they just depleted their IRA by giving all the money to their kids. So these rules were in place to basically say, listen, you can do anything with your IRA, you just can't personally benefit yourself or a lineal descendant. Meaning you can't take your IRA, buy yourself a car, go on vacation, buy yourself a watch, or just give the money to your kids. You need to make investments that exclusively 100% benefit your IRA or 401k. So that's the intent of the rules. So C, 4975C is in Charlie are all the things you can't do, which I just mentioned. D is in David are all the exceptions, things you can do. The biggest exception in 4975D is the loan. The solo 401k loan is the first item in 4975D that says you can borrow up to $50,000 from your 401k and without triggering the prohibited transaction rules. So basically, since the creation of these rules back in the 1970s, people have always been looking for ways to use their retirement funds to personally benefit themselves. And 4975 D13 basically says this. It says that a 401k participant, so not an IRA, but a 401k participant can buy stock using his or her 401k in the company they work for or the adopting employer without triggering these prohibited transaction rules. So if you work for Google and Google had a 401k, 
you can take your 401k from Google and buy Google stock. The idea was that you want the employees to, you know, benefit from the companies they work for. And that was the concept. But like everything else, you get a lot of smart lawyers in a room and they, they think of ways that they could um, use those rules to benefit their clients. And what was happening is there are a lot of smaller businesses, non-publicly traded companies, that the owners wanted to somehow fund the business. And they were looking for ways to allow the clients to do so. And we all know that a good chunk of people's savings is tied into retirement accounts. So how can we allow these people to use their retirement money to invest in businesses they work for? We know, number one, the prohibited transaction rules state clearly under 4975C that you can't do this. So they found an exception under 4975D13 that allowed a 401k participant to buy stock in the adopted employer, which is known as qualified employer securities. And then at that point, the funds would be moved from the 401k to the company and the company would then have the money to buy the assets or fund the business operations. So that was the beginning of the ROB, the rollover business startup solution. So there's two key components of ROBs. You need a 401k and you need a C-Corp. Okay? IRAs, LLCs, IRAs, S-Corps, IRAs, partnerships don't work. You need two parties. Again, you need the IRA, no. You need the 401k, yes, and you need the C-Corp, yes. So everyone knows what a 401k is, right? It's a qualified employer plan. You need to have a business that adopts a 401k. A C-Corp is essentially a corporation. Everyone's heard of a corporation. You know, 99.9% .9 of all publicly traded companies are corporations. So a C-Corp, think of it as a big box. It has a corporate level tax, which is now 21% in 2020. And then there's a shareholder level tax when the corporation earns a profit, it pays its tax, and then everything left in the company is called retained earnings. And then that could be sent as a dividend back to the shareholders. And that's how companies operate. So let's take your, your typical Rob solution so we can understand how this works. So let's take Adam Bergman. Adam Bergman has a great business idea. He wants to you know, start a new um, eco-friendly cleaning operation to help everyone stay safe from COVID. So I have $200,000 in my IRA, and I've read uh, a bunch of information online. I checked out videos on YouTube. IRA Financial, what a great source of information. And uh, I now understand and know that I can't use my IRA to fund my business. Darn. So then I start reading further and I realize, oh, there's something called a 401k loan. So yeah, I can borrow technically $50,000 from this new business I set up because it can always create a solo 401k because it's just me. I have no employees. And then I can borrow 50k or maybe 100k because if I'm impacted by COVID. But I haven't been impacted by COVID, thank God. And 50K is just not going to help me. I need pretty much 150 plus. So damn, that loan option is not going to work. Then I start reading further about ROBS, Rollover Business Startup Solution. And I realize that, hey, this could work. I'm okay setting up a C-Corp. I like an LLC a little bit better because it's a pass-through entity. There's no corporate level tax. It seems a lot of startups are LLCs. But I'll live with the C-Corp. It's 21% tax. Uh, not horrible, kind of like capital gains tax. I can live with that. So, okay, 
I'm okay with the C Corp. I'm okay with the 401k too. I don't mind having a 401k. I've had that at a prior employer, prior law firm I worked at. It allows me to put away, you know, 19,500 a year in 2020. Sounds like a good opportunity. I can help grow my retirement. Also help my employees down the road save for retirement. Sounds like a good deal. How do I work? So it seems like I just have to set up a C Corp. I set it up in the state where I'm going to run my business, i.e. Florida. Okay. Then I am going to use an expert firm like IRA Financial to set up a 401k or a company like Pension Investors. And I will then roll my IRA funds tax-free into a 401k. Essentially, I'm just going to wire the money or tell my IRA custodian, whether it's Fidelity, Schwab, or IRA Financial, to wire the funds to my new 401k. And that's called a direct tax-free rollover, no tax. And then once the money's in the 401k, now I know I need to get it to the C-Corp, right? Because the money in the 401k doesn't help me. I need the money in the business so I can take that money and then go pay for technology, go buy inventory, go hire some people, go get an office, do all the things I need to run my business so I, I can make money. So then what I need to do is since the company pretty much a shell company, it's going to be valued at what I'm paying for it, right? So my 401k is going to own, let's say 99% of the stock because you know, I'm going to put in a little bit of cash too. Um, so let's say it puts in $175,000 and it gets 99% of the corporate stock. So I literally wire the money from my 401k to the C-Corp. So now the C-Corp has 175,000. I personally put in maybe you know, 1,500 bucks or so and I take around 1% of the company. So now the company's got, let's say $177,000 and now it's in business. Now I am able to operate that business like I would any other taxable business. I have to earn a salary. Why do I have to earn a salary? It's because it's my 401k. So in order to use a 401k, you have to be an employee of that business, right? I own Apple stock, but I don't participate in the Apple 401k. Why? I don't work at Apple. They're, they're not going to allow me to do so. So in order for me to do what I just did and get into my the 401k and use those funds for the C-Corp, I need to be an employee of the corp. So that's cool. I, I, I don't mind being an employee. I'm going to be a full-time full-time involved in the business anyways. So now I'm, I'm an employee of the C-Corp and I'm in business. I now have $177,000 to employ and uh, or deploy and use that to run my business. So what did the ROBS accomplish? It allowed me to use my IRA funds tax-free and penalty-free to invest in a business that I can work at without triggering the prohibited transaction rules under 4975C. Without ROBS, how would I have been able to accomplish what I just accomplished? Well, I could have done the loan, but that would have capped me at 50K, which is not enough. Or I would have had to take a taxable distribution. Since I'm under 59 and a half, I'd also have to pay 10% tax on that. So on 200,000 bucks, assuming 30% tax rate plus 10% penalty, 40% on 200,000, but $80,000 in taxes, that kills me, right? Because that basically takes away a good chunk of the money I need to do this deal. So it really is a lifesaver for a lot of um, you know, small business owners, whether you're starting a new business or funding an existing business. A couple things to remember, you need the C-Corp and you need a 401k. 
And there's some case law, uh, Peak versus Commissioner, LSV Commissioner, two cases where taxpayers try to accomplish what I just mentioned using retirement money to invest in a business they're involved in, but they messed up because they used an IRA and they also used an LLC in, in the other case. So they didn't have those two requirements of the C-Corp and the 401k. It's not an or, it's an and. So as long as you work with a professional firm like IRA Financial and you understand that how this works, you need to have the C-Corp, you need to know how the 401k operates. If the 401k is going to have employees, it's subject to ERISA, plan testing, you have to file a 5500 each year. So you're going to need to work with a pension firm to help administer your plan. The advantages of ROBS, like I mentioned, is you get tax-free, penalty-free use of the money. Disadvantage, you need a 401k, which I don't want to say it's a disadvantage, but there's a cost. You're looking probably about 1500 bucks a year to administer this thing. And you cannot use an LLC, which a lot of small businesses like because it's pass-through. There's no corporate level tax. You need to use a C-Corp. Now, prior to 2017, the C-Corp tax rate was 37%, which was a killer. The Trump tax plan in 2017 reduced it to 21%, which I think is a little bit more manageable for Rob's um, participants. So essentially, that's how Rob's works. It's not super complicated. The most important things, obviously, is do your diligence on your business. And remember, the admin is important. You have to offer plan benefits to your employees. You can't hide the fact that you have a 401k for your employees. You need to give them benefits, whether it's through safe harbor, automatic 3% contributions on what they put in, or actually it's, key, it's keyed off to their salary, but it's in some cases reliant on if they participate, you have to file the 5,500, you have to file the corporate tax return. So there are things to consider, but as long as you follow the rules, it's legal and it's really the only way you can get tax-free, penalty-free use of the money to buy a business you'll be personally involved in. So that in a ad bit of time is how ROBS works. Um, not super complicated, but you got to know the rules. Anyone have any questions? Since this is actually a live taping to um, you know a group of IRA financial uh, Team members. Does anyone have any questions? Is there any evidence of how you can mix the funds between personal and business in the situation? So a great question. So the question is, is there any type of um, rules about mixing funds? So one is the only retirement funds you can move in are pre-tax funds. Roth IRA funds don't work. So pre-tax IRA, pre-tax 401k, 403b, 457 work. There is no rules about the combination of personal and retirement. So you can do 60-40, 80 uh, You can mix money. It could be family members. There's no rules because what is happening, remember, 4975D are the exceptions to the prohibited transaction rules. So as long as you satisfy a provision in 4975D, you basically can forget about 4975C because D trumps C. So as long as you can satisfy D, you can trump C. So yes, as long as you can buy qualified employer securities, you're going to be able to manage this corp like you would any other business. And thus, you can raise money from yourself, family members, friends, and the like without issue. Anyone else? Sure, Adam. Um, you know, from a content perspective, one issue we've always had is trying to come up with topics 
to you know present to people to give as much information as possible. What are the the types of questions that you guys get on this plan? What what do you hear the most? What what are people asking you the most and, and what sort of information do they want to know when they're thinking about setting up a, a ROPS? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, the, the, the first the first challenge is actually educating people that they can do this. So the good news is once people get to us, you know, I've, and I've written a book called Turning Retirement Funds into Startup Dreams uh, to educate people that, hey, this is an option. Um, because I can't tell you how many times I've spoken to people even just in my you know, everyday life, for example, my child had a, a birthday, uh, I think it was like two or three years ago, and we hired uh, this company that they came with like a mobile gaming truck, really cool, where kids can like pile into the truck and play video games for a few hours, which is great for the parents because it <laughs> keeps them quiet. Um, anyway, I was talking to the lady and she said, yes, yeah, she used to work for the state of Florida and she used her money in retirement to buy the truck and fund her business. And I was like, did you use something called a ROBS? And she's like, no, I am so disappointed because about a year after I started the business, my accountant told me about this structure and it was too late and I had to pay 30, 40 grand taxes. And it's, it's something that's still bothering me. So if people don't know about it, the main challenges is people don't understand why they can't use an LLC because LLCs, limited liability companies are so popular for startups. People, uh, prior to 2017, what stopped a lot of people was the 37% corporate tax. Um, now, 21% isn't as bad. Um, so that, that was a big hang up. And then obviously the cost, right? Like a lot of startups, they want to have a 401k for themselves and their employees, but the cost becomes something they have to consider uh, because any, any small business owner can tell you the first couple of years are tough. They're challenging. Uh, Money is a premium. And... 1500 bucks or so a year to pay for administration sometimes you know it is a deal killer so those are the big hang-ups that people uh, have and a lot of the questions are, are geared and directed towards those specific topics mm -hmm.